G'day punters, welcome to another edition of the Vic Preview Show. We have a new face today. Unfortunately, young man Lindsay won't be joining us, um, but we do have Shane as always and Jackson. Welcome gents, how are we? We'll start with you, Jacko. Yeah, I, good thanks mate, happy to be on. Happy to be on. Hopefully you can provide a couple of our winners for the show. Uh, good to have you here. You've got sort of um, big shoes to fill. Lindsay's been Very fighting with us and, and Shane's um, fi now famous Mr. Whippy betting segment that when he, when he first rolled it out four weeks ago, Lindsay and I were, were pissing ourselves, but it's uh, four from four. And so tune in, punters, at the end of the show, Shane's uh, Mr. Whippy betting ice cream scoop segment will be back. Shane, how are you? How's your week been, mate? Uh, fat. Um, <laughs> kicked off with a... Um, with a bet on a $34 chance at Warwick over 800 metres that led and she's last 50 metres or so sort of stopped riding it, sort of sat up to raise the whip and didn't realise there was two horses on the outside fence. They were about 20 metres away from her on the outside fence, weren't they? That was real oh, viewing. It's probably a little bit of an exaggeration that she stopped and raised the whip, but um, yeah, <laughs> honestly. Um, <laughs> Uh, and then, and then yesterday was just a complete and utter clinic um, from myself, but mainly Rob Scurry and Jacko. Who Jacko is coming off one of the biggest months I've ever seen. Um, Absolutely, like two years at the mailbag. It's um, winning at like seventy something percent, wasn't it, Jacko, for the month of Ju July? Yes, uh, around there. Oh, uh, sorry, yeah, yeah maybe eighty. You know, who, who who really cares whether it's sixty or eighty? Yeah. When we're, when we're up in those numbers, give or take 10% doesn't really matter, does it? Feel like that we're, yeah, and we've, I feel like that we've steeled ourselves as a betting group. We are the last of the Mohicans, the four of us, you know, me, Jacko, Pistol and Rob, we're the true survivors. Yeah. And, you know, we've made a pact that we're just going to continue to dominate regardless. So, um, And it was a fat day yesterday, wasn't it? I mean, I think what Jacko with a you know, weather affected sort of Geelong meetings, still eked out five units. Another was it 12 from yourself, Shane? And I, I, I told subscribers I'm going to bet in one or two races at Eagle Farm. I hate the meeting. I've ended up like winning at like 200%. And Rob, absolutely. And Rob is just off its head. First Rob, and, races. And how good is it? And how good are we? Not we, but like as a business with our transparency of our results. When Scurry tipped that horse in the first out of the yard, it was $30 everywhere. Yep. Uh, he's recorded it at Betfair SP, which was uh, $17. 17 bucks. So, you know, and a few punters would have acted best Betfair SP, but anyone else who took the 31s, 26 fixed late with all the corporates, you know, those 17 units, Shane, obviously one of them, those 17 yep. units sort of turns into 22, 23. So, yeah, massive day from all three. Pistol just sat on the sidelines with another wet card over there. And now he's got 12 races to bet into on Saturday. So good luck, Pete. <laughs> so as always, guys, today will be brought to you by punningform.com.au. Um, all the boys use that in the background. Um, <clears throat> so if you're not using punningform.com.au, you're not doing the right thing. First segment, um, as always, mailbag bloodstock. And I think I said it last week, but thanks everyone for putting your hands in your pockets. Pretty much all of us, we've got a couple of horses to sell. 
One of those is um, The Autumn Sun by Travesia Philly on the screen there with Annabelle Nisham. So I think last week we had 20% left and this week we got 10. So after the show, a few people um, did come on board. So only 10% left in that with um, yeah, very well-bred Philly who probably only needs to win one or two races to keep some um, residual value there as a brood mare. Um, and also just, so we've obviously finished the racing season. It was only a short one for our new venture in, in Bloodstock and finished the season with it 75% winners to runners strike rate. So three of our four runners saluted first past the post. So Big season coming up. We've actually got our first Saturday runner this weekend, don't we, lads? Field of Roses with Gavin Bedgegood. We'll be running in race three, I think it is, at Flemington. So good luck to all our owners. Jack wanted me to show something. We're obviously up and about as syndicators. Field of Roses a couple of Sundays ago. We are now benchmark 64 syndicators. So if you would like your T-shirt, Get uh, through to Jono at themailbag.com.au. It might not last for long. In, in two days' time, when he wins, we could be benchmark 70 syndicators. So <laughs> onwards and upwards for the mailbag business. As always, Jono at themailbag.com.au. If you have any questions about any of the horses um, or if you want to chat anything breeding, get on to Jono. We'll get into the races, guys. Um, we've got... Flemington this week, and I believe we're going to preview three races. Jacko is going to kick us off, and he's going to start with Flemington race one, I believe it is, Jacko. Take us away, mate. Yep, oh, and we're going with our Lindsay's our, our love child, his favourite horse, uh, Berkeley Square. One on debut at Geelong, and then he was tipping it hard at at Caulfield a fortnight ago, and Alana just ran up asses for the majority of the straight. Flashed home, ran second behind a boogie dancer, uh, ran the fastest last 100 in the meeting, the fifth fastest last 200. Um, Alana goes off, Craig Williams on. The map looks a little bit tricky. Yeah, on, on screen here is the replay of Alana just running up, being like, oh, where am I going? Where am I going? Gets out, flashes home. Um, hopefully Craig's off the fence a little bit more positive um, and I think it should be winning at $2.50 it looks very hard to beat the only knock is staying at 1400 metres I think if this was a mile mile, it'd be a chips in $1.75 sort of job staying at 1400 is the only query but getting to a bigger track away from Caulfield to Flemington I think will suit and the two other horses that are hard in the market in Palagio is coming off a Ballarat Poly win and although impressive and the numbers were were decent enough, um, th that that sort of poly track to Metro Metro form is is I'm you know I'm happy to risk those sort of horses. And the other one is Presenium Arch, who won on a heavy track on debut at Sandown, got all favours, uh, and I'm happy to risk it as well at the price. And I thought Berkeley Square would be very very hard to beat and should be closer to even money. Yeah, so nice. I think we. Sorry, Shane, you go. Sorry, sorry. Are you thinking that Pelagio leads and uh, Presenium Arch OSL? Yeah. OSL, yeah. yeah, looks, yeah. It looks a pretty straightforward map. I'd be surprised yeah. if they don't settle like that. Yeah. And then, and then Berkeley, Berkeley Square is probably probably two pairs back. Hopefully, one off. Although that might be slightly optimistic mapping. 
Yeah. And we spoke about it last time uh, with Lindsay that obviously, yeah, Lana Kelly sort of slaughtered it and it, it definitely should have won and he was very keen on it. Um, but I believe that Craig Williams has put his hand up to stick with Berkeley for the rest of the spring. So um, a few jockeys, that what they were after. Um, yep. didn't, didn't, couldn't um, commit for the spring. Yep. But Willow's obviously said that, um, yeah, he wants that ride. So, you know, I think guineas and derbies, are, they're, they're talking. Mm-hmm. So hopefully on Saturday, I know you have sent the bet out already for subscribers and we've taken the price. Yeah, yep. So just a, just a straight out win bet there on Berkeley Square, Jackson. Yeah, we've taken 250. I, I, it's hard to imagine for me that it starts any longer than that. I imagine it sort of starts 210, 220. Um, yeah, I, it, I'd be surprised if we got out in the market, that's for sure. And like we see with these, it's not really a spruik horse, but, you know, the ones that flash home last start and you get on all the dot-com shows and they start showing replays and every yep. second Twitter tips defines it. Um, yeah, I, I'd be very um, shocked if it did. You know, I think it probably starts shorter than the $2 actually on the day. So um, there's our bet for Flemington Race 1. And we move on to the 2,000-metre race, Flemington Race 4. Yep, um, a big field here. Uh, and the horse I want to take a look at is the Kieran Ma David Uses trained Blue Cup, who first up at Caulfield, up first up in Australia as we're watching. It was it was back back a long way and uh, came home in some of the far in the fastest closing some of the fastest closing splits of the race. It was really really good. Um, ran a minus ten point nine overall. Um, and then at Flemington, the last start was on speed wide in, into that headwind down the back where you kind of really couldn't be. Um, it was sort of up, up to 2000 first time and just peak late. I'm happy enough to uh, give that run, crossover noseband on J Carr. I thought it maps really well in a big field. It probably three pairs back one off, I thought, um, and four, four 4.40, I think it was last look, 4.20, 4.40. I thought that was a good enough price in a pretty weak race. Like that maximum prime form, I don't think is much good. Coolth doesn't win. The awesome son's the other one in the market who has ability, but it's going to be last the fence and barrier two. So I, I thought this was a pretty easy bet to have. And we also, we took the 460 a little bit earlier, didn't we? So, you know, off the, I mean, obviously that runs a big figure, first run in Australia. Then, so no worries at all, sort of second up. I mean, it was a better race over 2,000 metres, wasn't it? So we just, don't yeah, worry about that. It was into the wind, three wide. Yeah, and has the platform now at 2,000, like with that run, will be rock hard, fit and ready to go. I think Jay Carr on, plenty of, plenty of positives. It was a um, it was a uh, indecisive ride last start too, yeah. Jackson. He didn't know whether to go forward three deep or sit. You know, he just did a rhythm. He was just yeah, it was just a yeah, complete forgive. Probably sure. like half half like he was going to be sort of midfield and just blending, and then he kind of you know pushed it up to go forward, and then there wasn't a spot OSL, and it was just yeah. kind of you know what to do sort of thing. And they rounded the bend and sort of left him a bit flat-footed, but he you know, didn't drop out of it like some horses can by doing that. He sort of battled onto the line and just held his spot there. So yep. another pretty confident bet there. The subscribers did take 460 this morning. So by the time you're reading this, I think it's already into $4. Could be in a bit further, but another pretty confident win bet there from Jackson Flemington Race 4. And 
Shane's working through the 50 meetings in Queensland for Saturday and hasn't quite nailed down anything just yet. Um, so what he's going to do today is actually preview the Ori Star Race 5 at Flemington for us. Okay. Yeah, good on me um, for doing <laughs> that too. Um, well, there's a little bit of Queensland flavour in this one. So, um, <coughs> excuse me, we saw um, Scalapini measure up in the Sir John Monash. Um, and uh, I think uh, maybe one of the interns at the mailbag done a pretty good in-depth preview of that race and and re and review said it was a below average sort of uh, a below standard from history what history suggested and um, this one could be in the same boat where Queensland's represented by shooting for gold here um, uh, and obviously you can tie some form between it and Scalapini uh, and then you know Scalapini King of Sparta wasn't much between it. Um, the goat lost his um, encouragement stick on Scalapini late v King of Sparta there the other day. I'm not sure that it would have made a difference, but um, there wasn't a lot between them anyway. And I think um, I think shooting for gold at 1200 is a probably a better winning chance than what Scalapini was last time out. So um, I'm sort of just focusing on um, on those couple of runners and, and those and those form lines. Obviously, Jamie Carr goes on Scalapini now. The, the query and the questions I've probably got for Jackson here is around stagemen, um, which we, I probably should have let on piss a little bit before the show. Um, Would have been nice, but anyway, we move on. Um, you know, how do we how do we sort of handle a horse like stagemen? Do we just sort of let the market tell us how it's going to go, or what do we do here? It's sort of I found it a little bit difficult to line it up uh, first up for the for the new stable. Yeah, it's a, it's an interesting one. Like, what price would Elite Street be in this race? Probably favourite, would it? I don't know. Um, yeah, probably probably favourite, and it's run yeah. run a length and a half, a length off Elite Street, sort of first yeah. two runs, last prep off a longer spell. I, I know it's a different trainer change now, and obviously um, up the straight for the first time, but resumed over a thousand last prep, and we're here over twelve hundred. So, would that signal? Some intent, maybe I don't know. I think so. Like, if you go through the field from top to bottom, obviously a small field. Like, just folk, you'd obviously anticipate, you know, like whatever it does first up here will be improved, will be a big improver. Yeah, I can't see it firming in the market. It's going to be sort of along the fence there, sort of somewhere tucked away. Um, not that it will matter, obviously, at the, at the on the straight track, but you'd think that sort of something like serious suspect will probably lead. You know, that he goes good. Um, yeah, he'll down lead. the straight, it'll lead. It's the only leader, probably. Um, and it handles obviously it handles the straight run. It's got to be, you know, it's got to be a leading hope. Then you've got King of Sparta, will sort of coming out of that weak rated sort of race last start. Stageman, obviously, we're just sort of discussed. It's got to be a chance. King of Sparta, like, are we happy to risk it? I know that the benchmark sixty four syndicator himself made it his win and place lay last start. <laughs> Um, that was particularly odd, I thought. Um, now, you, we discussed, uh, is this, um, this, 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 this is the win, this is King of Sparta. So there's Scalapini in the proven thoroughbred colours, the black with the green cap, and you've got King of Sparta in the China Horse Club colours. King of Sparta's kind of got all favours here as well, the way the race panned out. Like, everything, it was off fence day, everything went outside, and he just kind of poked, poked through the middle there. Yeah. 
Is he too but short? I mean, like, you know, look, just looking at the market there, um, I don't know, the 240, 235 sort of just seems a little bit short to my if, eye. If if a stageman is is anywhere near here to go um, out of the yard, um, I think he'll be the one for me. I think he looks the overs compared to, to, compared to a horse like King of Sparta. And, and yeah. he does have good first up record stage red. He's got good soft track record for a Perth horse, which is pretty rare to see as well. Um, yeah. But that's just something there, punters. He's sawn up the Jacko's um, package. He's been airborne. Was it close to 60 units last month, Jacko? Yeah, pretty much. Bang on 60. Pretty much. Bang on 60. Been seeing him well. And, and like we've said the last couple of weeks on the show, um, seeing some of these horses first up. It's just that last little piece of information um, that you need. And, and like Jackson just said, if it's on song from the yard at that $657, he's, he's not going to be able to leave it alone. So if you're a yep. first time user of his, his product, uh, Jacko 50, you'll get 50% off. Um, but I know um, anyone who's signed up over the last month, they'll, uh, they'll definitely be going again and getting the, getting the set on Saturday. Well, I think um, I sort of, I've, buggerized around here a little bit, but this is going to be serious suspect leading at whatever tempo he wants to go at. So being a straight run 1,200 metre race at Flemington, it's not going to be quick. No. I think shooting for goal... I think stageman with the gear changes says I don't want to be on it with the winkers off. Yeah. So I'm saying, are we going to leave that in the tank for, you know, next time? Yep. To sharpen him up a little bit, the, the I think the nah, the tongue tie or the crossover noseband is off, and the winkers are off. So does that that sort of says to me, I want to hear Jackson's report from the yard because we might just leave that gear off him to sharpen him up after this run. Yeah. So that says to me, turn of foot horses here. Uh, I've got shooting for gold will close quicker than King of Sparta. Shooting for gold has got a serious uh, last six hundred in him. And if they go slow, like I anticipate, he's going to settle as close as, as he's ever had in a 1,200-metre race uh, for a long time. And, and he can be exposed at the right time. And I think serious Suspect will lead, kick, and then um, shooting for gold, the closer. And I think them two will fight it out. But I'll, I'll half sort of parochial, maybe, but I'm not a Queenslander by birth. So um, I just like this horse, shooting for gold. I like it. Um, I like it in this setup on a slowly run 1200 where it tucks in behind and is able to track right up close to them before he lets it rip at the clock tower. And he's coming from a camp that's going very, very well. And I think you spoke about it a few weeks ago, Shane, didn't you? He's got, um, he's got a few good ones that he's sending down to Melbourne for the spring. Yeah, absolutely. Now, like I said, he's sort of been, you know, he's been contesting proper, like, like running against some, some decent horses, um, these, you know, through that Brisbane Winter Carnival and have been a bit stiff on a couple of occasions or, you know, beaten a length or so versus horses that would be, you know, extremely hard in the market here at their best. So um, I'm not saying it's like it's got under the guard or anything. Like it is, it is $4. Like it's not as if it's massive overs, but, um, you know, I just expect it to be, um, I expect it to be the one charging over the top of Serious Suspect Lake. And we've discussed horses like Serious Suspect on this show the last month, that nauseam. They're really good open handicap, you know, um, not quite, you know, group three horses, you know, and yeah. getting getting a group three, you know, early in the spring is sort of, this is its level, a horse like yeah. Serious Suspect. Yeah. You know, It'll so. be out of play in a week or two's time. Yeah, absolutely. So anyway, shooting for goal to, to just get over the top of Serious Suspect and um, 
King Zara might lift King of Sparta in the third, maybe. But the, the key will this to this race will be Jackson's report on stage, but it's just the gear, the gear changes to me suggest maybe there's a bit up the sleeve. Makes sense. So Shane, so you've heard it here, punish. Shane's going to have a bet um, on shooting for gold. And then if you haven't signed up to it, themailbag.com.au, uh, make sure you do it to Jackson's product and get not just this race, but that um, that last key piece of information five, six minutes out from every race there at Flemington on Saturday. Before we crack into the famous Mr. Wibby segment, Jackson, we'll just recap your couple of bets. How are we playing it in Flemington race one? Yeah, race one, number four, Berkeley squared. Just have as much on as you want at 250. And then race four, number two, blue cup. Uh, a blue cup, have as much as you want on at 440. And if they lose, 1-800-858-858. Bet until it hurts responsibly there from Jackson. Um, and now, now, for the fifth week, um, coming off four collects out of four weeks on this crazy new segment, we have Mr. Whippy himself, Shane. I'm just waiting to see if there's a ridiculous photo of me this week <laughs> anyway. Um so what, I don't, I can't exactly remember. I wrote, I wrote it down. I don't remember where I wrote it. But geez, I went close to a like a six scoopy last week. Yeah, I think it was just um, the, the same race multis, the Quinellas, so, the exactors, all them lobbed. They all lobbed. It was only you, you better the day there in uh, up there Delight. in Brisbane, Delight, that uh, yeah. let us down for with the lick of all the ice cream we would have got. But the same race multi and just the real flair all collected. It was just the. Yeah. Two dollar thirty shot up there in Brisbane that let us down. It started at dollar seventy. Anyway, we've moved on from that. Um, I fought with everyone on Twitter Monday and Tuesday about the winner, and I feel better now. So um, let's kick off the um, kick off the proceedings here with Doomben Race One at number one, Spiritualized. Uh, we'll lead and win for those that follow. Uh, my product, we were on this last start. It was a length in front with 10 metres to go. And somehow Honeypot, who traded 1,000 to 1 in the run, somehow um, stuck its giraffe neck out and got us right on the line. Uh, that was 1,200 Eagle Farm. 1,200 Doombin, a lot more suited. He'll just find the fence and rip around that corner and put three on him. And, um, you know, maybe Alert State might run into second or hang five. We'll get back and and running the second. But um, I think he'll lead and win uh, race one, number one, spiritualised. Now, I didn't even really concern myself too much with the prices here because it's only $1.55. But, like, all it does is, uh, as they say in the pub on a Saturday afternoon with six scooters, we'll just fatten up the price on the next one with a $1.55 favourite. Um, it'll win. First leg. Second leg, we'll go to Doombin race seven, number 15, Manhood. Um Comes into gate nine after some scratchings here. So Sammy Collett will just be able to just nurse him across to either lead or OSL and he'll handle these. Uh, he's $1.75. So there's the two anchors at Doombin, um, both winners. Now, clearly, we're going to take those two with Flemington race one, number four, Berkeley Square. Uh, it just wins as well. I think the two, um, you know, Linda will lead the fence. Froggy will sit OSL and, you know, Froggy will, will put the stick in the left hand and, and make sure it's a truly run race here, um, you know, from the corner. And then 
Craig, um, Humanitarian Williams will just uh, stalk them and put them away late. He's only 250, but again, like those three, is just complete morals. Um, so that's the triple scoop. Depends if you want to add a little bit of topping here. Like, I like sprinkles. Um, you know, they're rainbow coloured, they're woke, they're like, they're tasty, they're good on ice cream. <laughs> oh, I just have, I've had a lot of people like get up me about this, you know, because I supported um, the Manly jersey. And it's amazing the vitriol on Twitter when you get told you're, you're a tipster, not a, shouldn't be commenting on social issues. Yeah. Um, sorry. But let's jam it into shooting for gold as the, um, I, can you go win and place or not really? Is that a little bit soft? Yeah, yeah, no, it's only seven, in it? Yeah. All right, let's just, so they're the, they're, they're the three main ones, but we're going to, we're going to go for the, for the little bit of sprinkle on top with shooting for gold. So we're going to have two multis. We're going to multi the three morals of the day. Shane's yep. couple there at Doombin into Jackson's a better the day Berkeley Square. And then just for, for the sprinkles and, and hot fudge and whatever else you want on top, the same multi into shooting for gold to win as well. Yeah, absolutely. So a bit of flair there, um, but not a, not a massive amount, but enough, enough. There's three winners there and that's, that'll do. That's all we need. That's all we need. All righty, gents. Um, really appreciate it. As always, guys, head to themailbag.com.au for all your accountable betting advice for this weekend. The guys have been airborne. Um, look, if you don't like cash, then don't sign up. But if you do, um, get on board because all of them are in some ridiculous form at the moment. Um, thanks for joining us, lads. Anything to take us away, Jackson? It was good to see you. Good to have you on the show, mate. Um, Thanks for having me. Um, no, I don't have a lot for you. Sorry. No worries. And Shane, um, any, yeah, any I've got one words? thing for you. I've got one thing for you. If you're watching uh, the races tomorrow at Ipswich, if you're watching this show today, which is Thursday, Thursday, yes, uh, and you're watching the races at Ipswich, I should have found this before I opened my mouth. <laughs> I've got one. I've got something for you. You could do if you're bored on Friday. Uh, in the 800 metre race at Ipswich, um, it's in race two. There's a horse called Sequisay, number five. Just take the SP and put a lay bid in before the jump because it'll lead. Oh. I, don't, I had to scrape it off the track last start at Doom and when it led over 1,050 and went out in about minus 50 to the 600. Um, it'll lead. Whether it wins or not, I don't know, but it'll be in it for a long way over the 800. So you could probably just take the S, take the price and then put a lay bid in run back and, and uh, hope the play punters fall for it. In play expert curls. Follow me at Twitter, at Toowoomba Tips. I, I, I'll give one out quickly. Uh, Ballarat race two, number 13, far too tempting, is $3.30. It will not run a place. Jeez, here we go. Can you say that again? Can you, can you say that again, sorry? Ballarat Polly, race two, number 13, far too tempting. Uh, you can lay it, win and place. Oh, geez, this is what we're here for. We've flared right up to end the show. Shane with a Shane with an SP and then lay a, lay a, a front runner that's going to crawl up in a hole. And Jackson's, that's tomorrow, Jackson, Ballarat? Yeah, yeah. Laying the, win place, and place, like. laying the win and place early on Ballarat race two, number 13 at $3.30. That's what we like to hear. 
So if you're watching that on Thursday, you've got to fire up your Betfair accounts, punters, because the boys have um, boys have found some juice for you tomorrow on a, on a on a lazy Friday, waiting for Friday night footy and then the races to kick in. Fatten up your accounts with a couple of lay bets there at, uh, at some Friday racing. All right, gents, appreciate it. Um, good luck over the weekend, punters, and we'll see you again next week.